Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Thanks for supporting my Jen Lowry Writes podcast. My purpose is to inspire and encourage others to chase after their writing goals with faith and courage. By hitting the support this podcast button and with your monthly contribution of 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99, you are helping me chase after mine. Now that you found me on the Jen Lowry Writes podcast, I challenge you to head over to where books are sold and find me there. I've published 11 books so far, and I write clean books for all ages. Horror, paranormal, sweet romance, fantasy, historical fiction, you name it, I've got your genre. Search Jen Lowry at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, Kobo, and more. And for my Bible devotionals, you'll see my full name, Dr. Jennifer Eichner Lowry on Amazon. So I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day. Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry and today I want to talk with you guys about respecting other people's process because it's often very difficult to do when we have our own set ways. And then we look at other writers and the first thing we do is, you know, we might be a little critical in our mind and say, why are they doing it that way? That's not the way to do it. Um, I'd like for you to show me the one book other than the Bible that tells you the exactly way to do one thing um, in this writing world. I know the Bible says honor God in all that we do. So I know that in my writing, that's including my author life. But I'm telling you guys, the process is unique and different to everybody. Here's something that I think it stems from. I think that number one, we generally want people to be successful. Or I know that I do. I want other people to publish books because I want to read their books. I want them to go after their dreams because I know how it feels when I went after mine. And I know what sense of not only accomplishment that brings, but a sense of purpose and meaning and a legacy that I've left for my children and my grandchildren. I mean, I get all of that. So maybe that's why I want other people to get it too. However, I also have to remind myself, I'm 44 years old and look how long it took me to get to this process. And so everybody has their own different frame that they're living in, their family frame, their work frame, their priority frame. And just because it works for me, doesn't mean it's gonna work for someone else. And that's why when I talk to people, I always love to talk to them about options. 
I give them multiple avenues so that way they're ultimately making the final decision based on their frame and then that decision that they made they can form some type of attachment and ownership to it and it wasn't just you know Jennifer said do this now there are some things that I encourage authors to do like building a platform I mean some of the stuff is just checkoffs and common sense if you don't have a platform you don't have a reader I mean I don't even know any other way to say it um, you can randomly maybe get a stranger out there in the universe but you do have to build platform um, but is there a right way or a wrong way well there's the Jennifer way just be authentic on your platforms and the people that are you're supposed to be your tribe will stick around like you guys but you know I'm not going to fault someone else for the way that they do their platform because that's what works for them. That's what they have found to be successful for them. So when the writing comes up, now here's what I had a conversation with someone and it was another writer friend of mine and she's, she's writing a wonderful, wonderful book. And then the next thing I hear is, well, you know, I'm writing another book too. And I'm like, oh, you are? And she was like, yes, I'm writing this book. And then I have this children's book that I'm working on. Plus, I'm working on two different contest entries that are really taking up a lot of my time because of the deadlines. And I'm like, okay, wait a minute. In my brain, I want to say, well, what comes first? Is it the main project that you have been working on? Or it's these other side projects is it this contest and then I realized that authors might have a difficult time prioritizing and I'm raising my hand with this one I am going to be just as guilty if there is a guilt that goes along with it well it did for me but I had to get clean with it um, ask the Lord to forgive me and you guys when I made the you know ooky errors episode because I did not even prioritize my own things right. Um, we're bound to kind of get our, you know, wires crossed with what's the most important. Even when we've got a calendar, like staring right at us. So for example, my calendar of February the 1st was staring right at me. And I know that for Ingram Spark, it takes 10 business days to upload a document to get it to go through for the print. Well, what I should have done is marked an alarm on my phone, which I also had a coaching conversation with someone yesterday about all of the reminders, and I showed them the tons of reminders on my phone as a model. However, it wasn't, uh-oh, you've got a deadline for Ingram Spark, 10 business days, you need to have this in by then. Start working on these final reviews. Um, and maybe it's because I thought I'd already done that, but then I found the errors in Offbeat. And then it was too late. And so people are going to get error books. Um, and it's, it's shameful. It's a disgrace. Because you know whose fault it is? It's mine. Because once I got Offbeat up there, I got so excited about Goal School that Goal School took precedence. Well, you still have got to work on the offbeat, Jen. Like, what were you thinking? I guess I wasn't. And so, you know, I look back at myself too, and I'm not pointing fingers and saying that, you know, they're wrong and I'm right. I mean, I make the mistakes too. However, 
Sometimes we just have to step back and we have to say, Author, what are you doing to yourself? Why are we trying to split brain everything? Why can't we just work on the novel that's right in front of us? And if we need to take a break instead of starting a brand new story, you know, take notes if you need to. But how about read a book in your genre to help you with your editing, to help you with, you know, what's out there, and then move back in. Give your brain a break from the writing. Because if you're saying that you, that you can't write anymore, and you're having a block, you don't know what else to do or say, then maybe you just need to, to have some prayer time about that book. Maybe you need to step away from the book and writing, period. Not step away from the book and then go into other writing ventures. Now, that's just my two cents. And that's just an opinion. I could be wrong. You might be able to write three books at once and join contests and, and keep up with your blog and, and do all of the other things that you do. But I know that when I have this protected time and I have selective time, guys, you know, during the week, I didn't finish homeschooling until almost 1030 last night. I'm going to let you guys know there was no writing that was going on for me last night. I had to fix Ghoul School again because, of course, I got an error on my template because I redid a cover and it came back wrong because I don't have the tools to measure. And so I'm hoping that I got it closer this time to where it will pass. Um, and so I was doing that and then I helped Beta Read for a, a four writer friend. And y'all know I love middle grades fiction, and I love reading children's and middle grades. And so if somebody's going to ask me to read a book, it needs to be in a genre that I can go in and out with and that I'm inundated with. And so um, I was very excited to read that middle grades book for my friend. Now, I couldn't do a, you know, a 50-chapter, 50 50-page 50 chapter thing. <laughs> I wouldn't have time. But a two to three page chapter, yeah, I can beta that. But I was exhausted. And so, you know, there was no way I was going to pull up a blank screen and say, okay, I've got the idea for off key. Well, sure, I have an, an idea. I've got off key. So, off beat comes out February the 1st. March the 1st is my baby ghoul school that I absolutely think, you know is precious and it's my precious i really do hope that um i slow down a little bit and do not start off key until the summertime i do not want to start that book but the holy spirit may have other plans for me because i want to write eight books for ghoul school and yesterday i outlined those eight titles now i didn't write anything other than this is the title of the book, and it wasn't even a complete title. It was, um, you know, Harvest Moon, and then I wrote Dance, and then I wrote Werewolf. And so I made myself like a little chart. Um, I wrote something that I would love to have in the title, who was going to kind of be the focus on this book, and then... Um, Making sure that, you know, I spread the characters out in Ghoul School. 
to where, you know, it's not just about Vlad. The first one is about Vlad, but there are other, you know, fiends in the school that are his best friends, and they need to have their own little stories. And Vlad is, of course, my protagonist um, in honor of my nephew, Vlad. But I'm going to make sure that some of these other characters, they have their stories. It's not just going to be about the vampires, vampires all the time. However, he's going to be my protagonist. Um, and then, you know, looking at, I did not do an antagonist chart. I didn't say, well, then, you know, or I didn't say what is my conflict or what's the, you know, or what are all of these little key points and these um and the book going to be? No, I just was like, okay, I know I want one about the werewolf. I know I want one about the zombie. I know I want one about the wizard. And so that's the kind of stuff that I was doing. I was spreading out those kind of things. That's fine. I was brain dumping that. I didn't start it all. Then I was like, oh, and I want to write off key too. And I already made the cover for off key. I already posted into my WWJs. Um, I already kind of know what's going to happen with Off Key. It's a book that I wrote probably 15 years ago that I do not have anymore. I lost it um, in a virus and, a, and my computer crashed. And I don't remember much about the book at all. I know there's a Phantom of the Opera in it, but my other book is Phantom of the Opera. That would be hilarious because of, of crossing um, those ideas. Um, I know that that's about ballet. I know it's about country club. You know, like, I can remember snippets of that story, but I don't remember all of it. So, um, there's no way I can pull even the characters' names. For some reason, um, the Lord has given me a name, Francine, for this main character. And um, maybe her name is Fran. Maybe. We'll see. Maybe it's because I read Franny K. Stein <laughs> just the weekend. I don't know, but I need to um, just pray over it and see about it. But I'm like, no, God, I can't right now <laughs> because I've got to make the educator's guide for goal school. And that's when yesterday I wrote my goals down again. I knew I had emails that I had to send out to my narrators. I knew that I needed to do 2020 audio narrations. You know, there's so much that's on my plate with limited amount of time. I'm like, God, here I am playing around with an image. Well, you know what? I needed a brain break. I know that's what it was. And I find enjoyment, you know, looking up images. Images are my, you know, way, I guess, of processing some things out. And so I did. I spent some time doing that. And do I look at it as a waste? No, because for the summer, I already have the book cover done. Or at least round one of the book cover. But I also have, you know, time. I have time to do those things later in the summer. And so that's why I'm going to say off-key. I hope to write this summer. Goal school. I hope to, to write the next installment beginning over the weekend because I want rapid release. And so now April 1st is when I want my next Ghoul School book to come out. 
So I want March 1st, April 1st, May 1st. You get where I'm going. And I want it just to be a goal school year. No other bigger projects until I get the goal school series under wraps. But you know, when I say these things, who knows? I'm still going to sit in front of a computer and I could be trying to write the harvest moon and the off key could come out and be like, okay, Lord, I I can't fight you. (laughs) Guys, you cannot run from the Holy Spirit. You cannot run from God's timing. But if you're doing things to yourself, what are you trying to run from? Because then the completed project means that you've got to do something with that completed project. And so is that fear that is stopping you from working on your final project because fear of the next steps. Then you're trying to look for a traditionally published um, arena. Are you trying to look for self-publishing? You've got to make all of your decisions. You've got to try to query. You've got to know that rejections are coming. And so in your mind, you're battling with all of that. And even if you're a self-published author, rejections will come. Not everyone is going to like your work. Even if you are you know, a top-selling author. Not everyone's going to like what you put out there in the universe. I found that out when I would go and look at reviews of my favorite authors, and I would say, what? They didn't see it this way? What do you mean you're too negative and there's nothing in here that, you know, kids should be reading because it's all dark and twisted? No, it's not. Keep reading it. There might be some darkness, but kids face these things. And so, you know, then I become like a champion for the person that I see where people are giving, like, the best authors in the world negative reviews. And I'm like, well, well Lord, I know mine's coming, you know. Mine will get there. And, it, and you got to learn how to process those things. But what stops people from working on their main work is that they haven't identified maybe what their main work is. What if it's that? What if they haven't attached themselves to that work in progress as this is the one? And so they're nervous that it's not good enough. And so they're always trying to do other things around them. And so, you know, you can play these games and you can say, well, what if this and what if that? The bottom line is, is that might just be their process too. And respect the process. You know, don't look at them like, you know, you're wasting time. Why does it take you, you know, three years when it can take me blah, blah days? That's so weird. I mean, we cannot live like that. What we can do is to continue to ask our friends questions. We can ask them questions. Well, why? Why did you decide to do that? Because maybe they don't even know why they did it. Maybe they're like me yesterday and kind of got so overwhelmed that they went to make it a book cover of a book that's not even written yet. (laughs) So why did I do that? You know, what was the reason? Or why? Why did I get my um, priorities messed up with my editing between goal school and offbeat? Why did I do that? Those questions, those whys. Maybe you just need to be that kind of friend and say, well, so why? And then have you prioritized? And what is your guidelines and timelines? And what are you actually looking to accomplish in 2020? Are you actually looking to try to query? 
Are you actually trying to go to a conference and meet an agent? Because if you are, your energy needs to be in a protected space. So you need to then ask your friends or ask yourself, what are my goals, my outlook? What's my outlook? What is it going to be like for me months down this road? How do I see myself, you know, dealing with all of this writing life that I've got in front of me? And so that's where the questions either need to be asked of ourselves, and I'm talking about me too, because then that helps me with understanding that goal school is a priority over off-key. Even though I love the off-key idea, and I've already shared it, um, the cover with a friend, I've already put it on WWJs, and I've already told my husband and shared the cover with my husband. Regardless of that, I know what my priorities are. And I'll tell you why Ghoul School takes precedent. Because if I start and I do a March, April, May, June, July, August, and a September, by September 1st, I can have seven books in the series. When the school year starts next year in August and I can approach schools, I will already have seven books in that series out and the number eight coming out in October. And I can say, oh, I've got all these titles and here's my new release coming out in October just in time for Halloween. And so that is a purposefully planned book strategy that I have. I don't just want to write one book and then go and say, oh, I've got one book and it's going to be a series. I want to get the series going before I approach people. Um, and what I mean by people is teachers and schools and package it in that way to where it's already a series that your kids could fall in love with and be entertained with yet have challenging vocabulary. And here's the teacher's guide that goes along with all of the books because the teacher's guide is just going to continue to be updated. Um, and then it would be one big copy so each time I write a book, I just have to go in and add pages. And it's free. It's going to be a free resource guide for teachers. And so I've got my plans. I just got to stick with them. And, I, and even though my brain won't shut off and it wants to do all these other creative writing projects, I've got to wheel it back in and then have a conversation with myself and ask myself, wait, why? Why are you doing that? And then when I can say, well, it was because I got so overwhelmed yesterday. Um, so much was happening. And I just needed some time just to play. And that's what I did. And I gave myself that freedom to do that. My books are in. My final edits are in. I can take a minute to play. <laughs> and so that's the, you know, that's my advice for you guys today. And I hope you take it. And I hope you learned something from it because I'm still learning from these things. Um, it is a work in progress, all of us. And I'm definitely far from perfect, but I'm trying to figure it out as I go and then share it all with you. So thank you guys for sticking around with me on Jen Lowry Writes. You are the most awesome tribe ever. I'm so blessed and lucky to have you guys as my prayer warriors. Um, thanks for reaching out from, to me. Um, 
And for the, you know, for the question of which work do I work, which one do I work on then? So how do I prioritize that? Um, we can talk more about that too, if you'd like. So, and that could be in another episode. But, um, all right, guys, I'll talk with you later. Bye.